is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your host, Nate Newton. Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Hey, it's Monday. Hey. Hello? Hey. Is this on? Anybody hear me? Hello? Hear you loud and clear. Hey, what's up, Kurt? How are you? Good. What's up, Nate? Hey, man. How you doing, good. party animal? I'm good. Party. I want to hear about this party. I missed the... I didn't party. Yeah. I just... Right. Went to a music festival over the weekend. Party. What type of music went, was it? Went to the Stars game yesterday. Watched them get. Hey, I went. Thumped. I went too. Did you? Yeah. yeah. Nothing like playoff hockey, man. Yeah, I was excited. The atmosphere. Too bad to. So, it, oh, I went to a country music festival. So up, was it up the road in Frisco? Upbeat country. Yeah, kind of that new. New wave, that bro yeah. country, bro river. country. Luke Bryan and yeah. Sam. Who was the headliner? Luke Bryan was the first night, and Sam Hunt was the second night. So did you find your little sweetie there? Ah. No, man. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She got a girlfriend. Actually, I did. Him. His name was Jim. He flew in from San Diego. <laughs> yeah, that's so. what got you. Got a girlfriend. <laughs> go, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, huh? He's wow. So how Mama Gross? Did Mama Gross ever met her? Yeah. Actually, Mama Gross life. Wow. Funny story. Wow. She, serious. She actually met her the first night we ever hung out. Oh, really? Yeah. It was. Yeah, that's a that's a story for a different. Wow, Mama time. Gross was that when Patty was in town too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you were hanging out with those two on the Saturday afternoon, getting your drunk on, <laughs> and in walk, in walks your girl. It was wow. actually a Wednesday in a, night. In she walks. It was actually a Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. Wow. And we had a we met on a dating app. And I was like, if I don't go out with this girl right now, I will never go out with her. So I told mom, I said, hey, I'm going on this date. Y'all go to Christie's. I'll yeah. come meet you. I'll go hang out with this girl for an hour. We wound up hanging up for three hours. And I said, hey, I'm not trying to bail on you, but I have got to go spend time with my mother. She's at the bar down the street. If you want to go, you're more than welcome. And she went and hung out with us all night. Oh, the rest nice. is history. All right. Been together for five months now. So Nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So yes, yeah, so. that's not a bad pickup line. I, I'm sorry, I really got to go hang out with my mom. I love her dearly. Yeah. Um, will you? Yeah, will you understand? Sentimental type. Made, made her think I actually was a good person. <laughs> uh, she worked. knows it. Worked. Hey, what's the phone number here, Douglas? Eight eight eight. Eight eight eight. Eight five five nine seven. Your boy. What what is it, Douglas? It's eight 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 five five two two nine seven. That's it, man. Amy Smith and um, talk with y'all. Call us. Call us. We need things to talk. Yeah. About. Hey, We're already out of stuff. Yeah. Hey, hey, this 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 is a question. If you call us, this is what we discussed. Did you like how the Cowboys drafted, or were you totally sold on safety like eighty percent of the country was? Yes. And what should we do with Zeke? Oh sure. yeah, that's big. Thanks, right. thanks, Shannon. That's big. What should that we Zeke do? thing is taking fire, and they, they, yeah. they, they're not ready to do Zeke yet. It is no. taking fire. Yeah. What Stephen say over the weekend? Well, they asked him how, how they were going to handle Zeke, and he just said they've already um, budgeted 
for his salary, mm-hmm. but it sounds like they're just, you know, they've got him. They extended yeah. his fifth year, so they don't really have to worry about him until 2020. And so I think the focus right now is on guys like Dak and Amari Cooper, and Zeke may just have to wait. Is that going to make him mad? Well, hopefully uh, he understands. don't care. You're asking yeah. the wrong guy. He don't care. That's right. He don't want Zeke here. <laughs> he doesn't want him. He doesn't want him on the team. He even not, told us that we had to get the Zeke bobblehead off from up here. He's not important. No, he got not. replaced with Dak over yeah. in the corner. No, no, wow. No. Hey, before we get into this, I got to ask you a question. Oh, all right. Stars game. Yes. You used to work for the Stars, right? Yes. Goalie gets hit in the in the collarbone, mm-hmm. drops like somebody shot him. Yeah. He's laying there rolling around on the ice. Did, are they not supposed to stop play? No, I was actually looking into that as well, and they, the rule states that they wouldn't have to stop play until the Stars gained possession of the puck. Ah. And the Stars never did. So this, But the one area that's a little bit gray is, I guess, for I haven't gone back and totally looked at the replay, but there was a moment there where this puck was just kind of free. Mm-hmm. And so they could have, I guess, called it then, but um, because the Stars never actually got possession of it, they never blew the whistle. And, and after the game, both the, I mean, the Stars coach, the players are calling like, yeah, in. That's that's the rule. Hmm. Okay, because I was there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't know what they were talking. I didn't know. Oh how they were yeah. Imagine so. taking a puck off the counter. No, Oof. no. I thought he got hit in the face when I first saw it. But. Oh. Did you drink any beers while you were there? No, I went with my son. So, I... oh, did he drink any beers? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I filled him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Back to Zeke. Sorry, I just had to ask that. So, what should they do? What do you think, Kurt? I mean, we know you don't like they, the man, but that is not true. Okay. You guys are. I think they should bring him back. I hope they can bring him back at the right price. What is the right price, Kurt? May we ask that question? <sighs> you know, I'm not sure. It scares me though to pay the man. Pay any running back Todd Gurley type money. What's Todd Gurley type, type is it, money? Fourteen million a year or something. Like now, that? no, ask me because you're the one seem to be know, stuck on not paying him. I didn't say that. I, th- I just it, and I would love to have Zeke back, but it scares me spending a bunch of money on a running back. Okay, well, wow. What would you do? Oh, I'll pay Zeke. You pay, you pay everybody. I don't want to hear it. No, I'm How not, you paying, pay I'm your not paying everybody. How you I'm not pay paying everybody later. I'm not. We have to, we've already paid the lineman. We're gonna pay. Mm-hmm. And as much as I love uh, Lyle, if you don't come in at the right price, yeah, gonna have to let him go. I'm sorry oh, to say that. I yeah. am. I'm, but he's got to come at the right price, man. You cannot so you, pay everybody. Well, you're gonna have one of the highest paid tackles, one of the highest paid guard, the highest paid guard, one of the highest paid centers, one of the highest paid quarterbacks, one of the highest paid receivers. That's a, that's that, that's the game. Are you gonna just throw everybody else in off the street there? How are you gonna feel this? Hey, gonna... that's about how we doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's about how we doing it. Hey, let's take a phone call. Oh, it's been okay. so long. Cool. long. I didn't even know people still listen to this show. It's been so long since we had contact with the the public. I agree. James in New York. Hello. What's up, boys? Long time no speak. Yeah, how are you? Is James the guy good, that tried man. to send us pizza and you lost it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm the guy. I'm the guy. That's okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> Listen, let's, re- let's revisit this. James sent it on a Friday afternoon when no one was in the office. You weren't even here, so you can't be mad at me, Kurt. Nah, all right. This is what I'm going to do next time because, Nate, I know you lost all the weight since you were playing, but you're still a fat kid at heart. I'm sending it to you. Okay, there you go. Next I know you'll, you'll stick around for that. Yes. Yeah, you got you to gotta let uh, Shannon know. But, hey, get into these questions you got to ask him, Shannon. <laughs> I ain't yeah. going to gonna revisit that pizza because that just looks at Shannon crazy. But what are the questions we were presenting to We want to know what everybody thinks about the draft. What you think about uh, the yeah. draft? Well, I'll say this about – I mean, listen, I, I, in New York, we're not a big college football town. But, you know, 
as far as them drafting the D tackle, I thought that was as big a need as, say, safety was. So I have no problem taking that. I really like the linemen at three because what that does is protect the Cowboys from guys walking, which Collins is probably going to walk because you just can't, like they said, you can't pay everybody. And if he has a good year, he's going to get money from somebody. Um, the guy I really like, though, and I'm, I'm with Kurt on this a little bit, because I'm going to play hardball with Zeke. I like the kid out of Memphis. I mean, the guy averaged 9.2 yards from school. Do we have a machine gun fire that we can put in the background when people say that? <laughs> well, I'm going to say this. This is why. I mean, this is why. This is my thing. I know, just play. Go ahead, OJ. No, no, because you got Zeke. You got him under control for two years, and you have the franchise tag, too. You can even do it two times if you want. You can basically do what the Steelers did with Le'Veon Bell. To me... How I look at it, a guy like Zeke, is he's going to be one of those guys that's going to fall off the cliff, in my opinion. He's going to have a great year, and then he's going to be like, what happened to this guy? I'd rather reinvest that money into the offensive line because Dak, once you re-sign him, he's going to be the guy that's going to be here well past Zeke. So to me, re-signing an offensive line and redrafting and going through that way and going cheap at the running back, to me, would be the prudent thing to do. Because the good teams, I mean, look at Gurley. If you ask the Rams right now, would they like if, if they would they rethink that deal that they gave to Gurley? I guarantee you they would, because they got fourteen million dollars a year on the hook on that guy, and that guy's got bad knees, and you know that's going to end up. So yeah. you got, I mean, you got Kurt over here smiling. Yeah, hey, hey, I mean, man. I mean, look at look at look at what happened when you don't think Minnesota will take the money back on their quarterback right about now? <laughs> sure. I mean, there's all kinds of bad investments. Right. But look at, I mean, just look you're talking at about on average, Cowboys. though. On average, you're talking about, I understand what you're saying. Good good yeah. points, James. Now, now, my other question to you, James, sure. is what, what 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 position that you would have you would have t- taken in the draft if you were the band, if you were Mr. Jones or Stephen Jones? You know, the kid, um, the safety, um, Thornhill. Uh, he sounds good, guy, don't he? A lot of people like him. He was the guy because this is what I'm looking at. Like, because mm-hmm. you know, I, do we love our safeties? No, and I think there's gonna. I think our secondary is gonna be real different looking come next year in 2020. Because I think Byron Jones is gone. So to me, I thought that was a position because if you were able to, hit, if this guy turns out to be an All Pro, he turns out to be like an old Thomas guy, mm-hmm. and let's say Trip, the guy we draft at D tackle is just a rotation guy or something like Taco, we're really gonna have some egg on our face. You know, so that was the position I probably would have went with um, other than the D-tackle spot. Because let's face it, I think our defensive roster, especially with Quinn, is the best roster I've ever seen since the Super Bowl days. I mean, that's way better than any of the DeMarcus Ware defensive days. And they had some good players on that team. Yes, sir. But safety safety is our one-week spot. And that's how the NFL goes. You can't be strong everywhere. You know, we're we're strong up front on our front seven. Our back end's okay at best. All right, James. Good you stuff, know, James. So. Thanks for calling, right, man. Good hey, James, why don't you get a personal phone number from Kurt so you and him can talk about how y'all how you running backs. I'm all about <laughs> that. I'm happy to see Kurt's doing good, man. Yeah, Thanks, us sir. too. Yeah, and hating on running back. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks, James. Yeah, all right, man. Not hating on running back. Speaking backs. of DeMarcus Ware, yeah. he was around this weekend, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He's at that Taste of the NFL. That we had out mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And he uh did you go to that? No, you were out running I was, around too. Yeah, I was listening to music. Yeah. What did he say this weekend? That he wants to he's hoping to be a kind of consultant slash coach for the team. Really? Um, he did that last year with Denver and uh, he wants to come in two or three times a week and help the pass rush. What you think about that, Nate? I have no problem with it as long as as long as they realize that they're not the coach. 
Mm-hmm. See, consultants, that, that's a touchy thing because you can sit back and you can critique, or you critiquing the coaches as well as the players, just players. Mm-hmm. If you just critique, critiquing co- uh, players, that's one thing. But when you go to critiquing coaches, that's another thing. Did you guys have uh, ex-players come in and help? Uh, nah. No. Nah, Jimmy, Jimmy Bleed, if I paid you a salary, coach. <laughs> you know, it was time for you to coach, coach, and that's what you did. Yeah, there was uh, that Dan Reeves thing back when Wade Will, uh, Wade Phillips was coach. Yeah, but that, that had nothing to do with me. No, no, but uh, you know, it. I think it, it. The bottom line was that Jerry wanted Jerry Jones wanted to know he wanted assurances of how much work he was going to get out of Dan Reeves, and Dan Reeves didn't want to have to quote punch a clock. So I wonder if D-Ware is kind of walking that thin line by saying, I want to come in two or three days a week. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something, man. You, you can do it however you want. But if you're not hired early in the process, like, you know, like the guy, uh, the coach that used to coach New York, now he's a consultant, Mr. Coach Collins, mm-hmm. a consultant over the uh, – over the Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, everybody has to answer to him. The head coach, you know, uh, he's giving his input on the player. Why would you have a head coach? I think it undercuts him. You know, why would you have a head coach? Because the owner get a little upset, and you and the, and the, and the consultant and the, and the owner thinking the same thing, and the coach thinking something different. Ain't that a conflict? Yeah. If I'm a consultant, I'm trying to help the coach and the players. You know, we ain't too much. You know, and I and I want to talk to them. I don't. When you go to, it's it's too many moving pieces, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of. There'd be a lot of voices there. Yeah, somebody got to make the ultimate decision, and and that should be Jason Garrett. That's making that decision there. If you want a consultant to come in, somebody from the outside, that shouldn't be something the owner will put on him. You know, that's just my my opinion. Yeah. Let's go back to the phones. Melvin in California. What's up, Melvin? Not much. How you guys doing today? Great. How are what you? part of California are you from, Melvin? The Bay Area. Oh, nice. I'm like 15 minutes north of Oakland. All right. Nice. What's wrong, Nate? I mean, what, where you from? You from the Bay Area? I mean, I'm, I'm from Texas area. Where you from? Rodeo, California. Thank you. Thank you. Now you can put the put the knobs to him, the screws to Leave him. Leave that shut. man alone. No, man. I hate when people do that. He, he's from a nice uh, community, a good place, and he won't represent it. I'm from the Bay Area. Yeah. Well, I just gotta say it so you guys know where I'm at. Sorry. Well, we know where you at, brother. <laughs> he said Rodeo, whatever California. You'd have no idea where that was. But at. you know what? It's still representing this community. <laughs> I'm from Richmond Heights, Orlando, Florida. Okay, I don't say I'm from Walt Disney World. Melvin, uh, what? amusement park in here. Melvin, what, sure. what you want to talk about? Don't listen to this guy. Uh, I, hey, who are you to take in the draft? Who are you to take in the draft, Melvin? Man, I trust who they're going to take. Oh, they earned that respect, honestly. You know what? We had that. I like com- that. We had that conversation. I think this staff, they deserve that. You know, you yeah. got all these draft gurus and all this. This this staff has earned the right over the past five or six years to let's see, let's see how it plays out. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you, Melvin. Zeke, tell me about Zeke, Mel. Oh, Zeke, I'm staying with Zeke. Oh, 
Zeke yes. To stay what? with us. I'm, mm-hmm. with I'm coming to the Bay Area. <laughs> <laughs> Turn him around. Turn him around. <laughs> Why would you stay with Zeke? I mean, what 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 is she like? Dislike? What are you? What are your thoughts on it, Mel? I mean, I, I like everything about the guy. He he's matured as we've had him. I love the way he runs the ball. He looks for contact to set up to shake somebody. I mean, I just like everything about the guy. Wow, he's got talent. That's for sure. Oh, now you're gonna try to ride over here with us? No, Come on, now. you can't I'm, ride me and Mel. Stay with said, James. No, stay with James. Me and James both agree that he's got <laughs> well, talent. He's one of the best in the business. Back during the draft, I was on the the Jalen Ramsey, Derrick Henry train. Wow! And then a couple okay. days before it, I switched. Oh, okay. I started watching. He had no other choice. <laughs> I started hearing, yeah, because I listened to you guys. I started hearing, oh yeah, we're going to take Zeke. So then it's like, okay, let me watch the kid. And it's like he grew on me, and just the way he's, I mean, he's just, he's he's what we he's he's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you, my brother. Wow, man. Now, Mel. Yeah. Uh, what did you do this past weekend? Me, I sat and watched Star Wars. (laughs) May the 4th. That's right. May the 4th be with you. Yes, sir. Did you watch them all? Uh, Yes. Oh, wow. The marathon then, huh? I mean, I was in and out. I wasn't, like, sitting watching them. But, yeah, I had them on TV pretty much all the Did you you like that when Yoda pulled the the ship up out of the the sinkhole when my man... Definitely. Empire I'm telling you, Yoda back. just looked at him because he tried to call Yoda out. Yoda closed that. Well, he let him know that it wasn't possible because he didn't think it was possible. Right, so that's right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, you gotta know. You gotta think it's possible yourself before it's gonna get done. That's like life. Wow, there you go. Life yeah. lessons. Yoda philosophy. Yeah, did yeah. You? exactly. But um, I wanted to talk about the Sam linebacker position and why Mickey wants to put set Sean Lee there like automatically isn't that kind of like heavy contact for Sean and his injury history preach brother you <laughs> preach say, say it one it's no way in the world I, I'm gonna call Mickey you, Mickey said that for real put Sean Lee at Sam so he can get I mean, beat he's up he's acting like it's a done deal <laughs> why would the Cowboys do that because well, of limited Jaylen's, sorry well, I was thinking Jalen's built better for it I it's think you go out and you find somebody to play that Oh, definitely. Yeah, be, I mean that'd be the preferable way. Jalen needs to run free. Uh, the Wolf Hunter needs to run free, and and if my man can run past three games, Sean Lee, he needs to run free. Well, okay, so last year, Damian Wilson, who was the starting, that's right, Sam. He played only twenty eight percent of the snaps. Can Sean handle that? He, he probably can, man. But why take that chance? Yeah, well, I don't know. Who I mean, put in there. I'll take, yeah. Because you got to understand now, it ain't just tight ends that he's lining up on trying to defeat on run situations. Sometimes you don't sit on top of a tackle. Yeah, yeah. And, if, and we've seen when our linebackers got to take on tackles and guards. We've seen what happened to them. They don't survive. <laughs> no. I mean, now, but don't get me wrong. It's only 28% of the time. But if Sean Lee want to be on the – it is an option, but it's just – you're trying to get Sean Lee to the end of the year, too, right? Yeah. That, exactly. Maybe this Chris Covington kid can – they picked up last draft last year. Maybe he'll step up. Maybe he will, man. I, I'm, wow. That's good. That's good to talk right yeah. now. Yeah. Thanks for the call, Melvin. Mel, thanks, Thank you, man. Guys. Call back anytime, man. Yeah. I'm a, you, <laughs> hey, you I'm going to knock some of James' time you, out. You, you rep that Bay Area. You don't, <laughs> let, don't let Nate talk to you like that. <laughs> you guys have a great day. All right, man. Have a good I, one. I'm from the Orlando area. <laughs> 
Let's take a quick break. And then later this week, there's going to be some new people in the building. Ooh, really? I think so. Is that this week or next week? It's this week. Oh, some young ones. I know where you're going. Yeah. Okay, yeah. going to be no old folks. Thursday some or young Friday. Folk. Yeah. yeah. Rookies. Rookies report. Let's talk about that. When we come back, hang out with the boys. Kaboo, Texas is three days, six stages, over 100 artists, including The Killers, Lionel Richie, Leonard Skinner, Ms. Lauren Hill, Kid Rock, Alanis Morissette, Little Big Town, The Eight Vet Brothers, Counting Crows, Pitbull, Sting, The Black Eyed Peas, and the list goes on. Don't miss Kaboo, Texas. Single day and three day passes are on sale now. Visit KAABOOTexas.com to get your passes today. Your new apartment. Big, such a great deal. Uh, it's okay. Just okay. What's not too? Right above the subway. Well, I bet you don't even notice it after the. That's my neighbor, Angus. A deal that's just okay is not okay. Get a great deal with America's best network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS One Score, September 2018. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend. They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Work the Cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at Formation. This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success. Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at Formation at the Star.com. Back to hanging with the boys. Back. We'll have Taylor Stern here shortly. Taylor. A little bit. We'll yeah. tell you what later on in the show. Wonder what she's going to talk about. You know what I'm going to talk about right now? Tell us. Kaboom! Are you going this weekend, Kurt? I may try to slip out there, yeah. Yeah. So we this, got rookie. Man, what? Hang on. Hang on. I don't know, man. Okay. I'm just saying, Kurt trying to get out of doing the job. But anyway, go ahead. This weekend, God, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Sunday, the Killers, Kid Rock, Sting, Leonard Skinner, Little Big Town, Dennis Miller, and over 50 more legendary acts. I'm going, I want to see Lionel Richie. Really? Pretty pumped about that. Yeah. Really? Lionel Richie, mm-hmm. huh? So you going to the. You like country oh, Lionel yeah. Richie or old school Lionel Richie? Old school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hope. Old school. Anyway, it's this weekend at the stadium. They have single-day and three-day passes on sale now. You don't want to miss it. Get your passes now at kaboo-texas.com. That's K-A-A-B-O-O-Texas.com. You want to go, Nate? What's that? To Kaboo. Get you some tickets if you want to go. I thought that was a dude that hang out on Fred Flintstone's shoulders. Oh, that's Kazoo. We've already had this conversation. <laughs> catch the ball. Catch the ball. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Rookies. Rookies. Yeah. Coming in the building. Yeah, this weekend. This weekend. We were just talking about in the break that it used to be the weekend after the draft, and they had some – I think other some other teams still do it, right? 
I think the Giants had their rookie minicamp this Did weekend, they? maybe. I'm not sure. Um, and there were some conflicts with uh, some guys still taking some classes or graduating, and they moved it back a week. So this week, I think, what, Thursday or Friday? Uh, Friday and Saturday. Yeah, yeah, Thursday, I think, come they get started Thursday, and then it's Friday. Saturday. Thursday, come in and get all their equipment and stuff, yeah. and Friday and Saturday's They're out first day of rookie minicamp. Yeah, so they'll so get their first taste of – Kellen Moore and the Taste of Texas. Yeah. And you were saying, Nate, when you were in the league, it was draft and then you were immediately Man, like here. Two, huh? three days where you was here. I mean, brother, it, and I'm glad they do it different now because these kids get to learn, get to get some training, get to understand. But they get broke into the game. Yeah. We we got broke off into the game. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a, a rookie training camp back then, too, where you guys showed up a couple weeks yeah. before the, the yeah. veterans? Two weeks before the veterans, Jeez, yeah. These guys be worn out by the time they mm-hmm. show up. The only strong survive. They want to make sure you <laughs> want to be here. Wow. And get that little five or $6,000. So what was it like whenever you came in for, like, rookie minicamp, like right after the draft? Oh, man, bloodbath. Yeah? <laughs> bloodbath. I'm glad that, you, like I said, man, your hand – you leave you leave that camp, that, that two or three day camp, man, and you, you your hands be sore, your elbows and shoulders. You know, you talking about the the, the guy getting hit by a puck, a puck yeah. mm-hmm. on a collarbone. Mm-hmm. How about how about getting hit you know, hit by somebody face mask <laughs> on the collarbone <laughs> or on the shoulder? You be bruised and battered. Ugh. It start out like, hey, we we're not out here to hit. We just want you to understand. Yeah. And as soon as somebody just free run by somebody, then the coach is like, man, what the hell? Next thing you know, you out there, you're going full speed. <laughs> only thing they want you to do is fall in on the ground. That's the only thing they really didn't want you to really? do. Really? Otherwise, you were going at it, huh? I'm like saying to myself, I, I couldn't wait. I said, you know, I hope I last long enough just to get in pads so I can, you know, because I wasn't a T-shirt guy. I couldn't block a T-shirt. Yeah. But I used to like, man, when we get in these pads, oh, boy, you need to light up or be dead. <laughs> what was the difference? I just couldn't – I couldn't – for some reason, I could not get a dude that didn't have nothing on. Mm-hmm. I could not – it wasn't no – I just couldn't get him. You know, a oh, dude fly by me, I'm like, God. There nothing dude. to, like, grab onto or something? No, nah, back yeah. then we didn't – we wasn't grabbing as much. Mm. But if I could – boy, once we locked in <laughs> yeah. and went – Full line, one on one on one. You didn't have a whole lot of space to run. I had you in that cage. Oh, it's gonna be. That's <laughs> we eat you there. Did you do? Did you do hand exercises? Nah, no? man. Nah. You, you know what? A few guys did the little grippers with the little. You know, mm-hmm. the, man. My 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 exercise was, put, was pumping them to, um, sixteen ounces. <laughs> <laughs> I had a couple of those this weekend. Yeah, like two. Yeah, two. two Miles in Connecticut. What's up, Miles? What's going on, guys? Long time no speak. Yeah, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I haven't talked to you guys since you Shannon shouted me out in January from my engagement. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How you been? I, oh, good man. I just bought a house. So I've been busy. Oh, nice. Man, that thing, nice. boy, don't go broke buying a house in Connecticut because the prices <laughs> up there are crazy, man. Oh, you have no idea. It makes you like, want to rob somebody. <laughs> I hear you. What part of Connecticut are you from before Nate gets upset? I'm from uh, New Haven, Connecticut area. Okay. Okay, right. cool. All right. So right right near Yale. Okay, cool. What's well, on at, least you, at least you got a house by smart folks. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Definitely. 
So, um, you know, I was right when it came to them getting a running back. I'm glad that I honestly got, you know, Tony Pollard in the fourth round. I, I think that the league is going into more of a speed direction. You see how Kansas City built their offense. It's all about speed. It's all about running downfield. And I think Tony Pollard brings that element to the team that, that, that hasn't been there before because it's been pretty much traditional running backs to pretty much all the Ezekiel Elliott's that we had in the past when it comes to, you know, Darren McFadden and uh, uh, DeMarco Murray. It's just those traditional tight running backs. I think Pollard brings a different element to, the, you know, to our team. Yeah. The question is going to be if Kellen Moore, how he uses them, you know, because we've had speedy that, guys there that they just haven't done much with. Like, and that's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think Dallas fans are nervous at. They don't trust the coaching staff to use Tony Pollard like the way they think they're going to use him. And you know, I, I'm giving Kellen Moore the benefit of the doubt. I heard he's a smart guy, and I think he's going to use him the way he's, he's supposed to be used, balanced on the field. So let's hope so. Yeah, but um, I think that you know, when it comes to you know, the draft is important, but I think the you know the undrafted free agents are important because I think a lot of our team is built on that, on that, and Dallas fans don't really think about that when it comes to that aspect. So my favorite two guys are um, uh, Guyton out of North Texas. He's one of the receivers that we uh, drafted. He stayed there for two years, and I think he brings a element that Noah Brown hasn't been bringing that they hope for the past couple years. And then Larry Allen. Larry Allen, the former uh, son, mm-hmm. the Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. uh, he was on draft series and that we just picked up. And I think that, you know, adding depth to that line, I think that's honestly a replacement for Tyron Smith later on down the road because, uh, you know, his, his injury history and, uh, you know, his age is actually getting up there. They're looking for, you know, depth at that position. So I think he's going to be a, a play a major role later on down the, down the field. Let's hope he's got a little bit of his daddy's talent in there be nice yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. not as big but hopefully he's he's got the skill well, yeah yeah so thanks I, want, the, I wanted to hear i wanted to hear what you guys had to have, have to say and um, i'll be yeah man thanks for the call congratulations on the house <laughs> thanks man guys have a good one all right man yeah. it sounds like uh cowboys have gotten pretty good reviews and all for their undrafted guys they picked up yeah yeah, picked, yeah. picked up what like 15 or yeah something, something like you got to listen to those uh you know, I was just trying to find. I don't see it on our website, and I was trying to dig up the whole list. But uh, Brada said they, between the draft and the undrafted guys, they they've got 15 guys that were on their draft board. Which, according, you know, he knows better than I do. But he said that's like an amazing number to have that many of your guys on your draft board coming into your system here. Mm. So, some of those guys, like Daniel Wise, he's he's that uh, defensive. Lineman from Kansas. I think you had talked about him before before the draft. He's supposed to be pretty high. And then the, the North Texas receiver that uh, the caller was just uh, talking about. He's Guyton. Yeah, Guyton. He's pretty high on them. Him as well. He's a, and that uh, that guard from Clemson. He was all American on Clemson. Didn't get drafted, and they picked him up. Wow. So I tell you what, we were watching some film on that our second round pick, Tristan. That's a big dude, man. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize he was that big. He's, he's a, a big, whopper. He is a he's a big guy, so, man. Yeah, what's his size there? Six three, three oh eight. Yeah, pretty good chunk. Yeah, he's a big kid. Mm-hmm. Lamar, wow, you call a man a chunk? Lamar and Georgia. So we, we interview him. We, a man we, a human log. I don't want to hear it. You call a man a chunk? He's a big old chunk. Chunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we need. Lamar, what part of Georgia are you from? 
I actually, man, I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I'm uh, driving through Georgia on my way to Arlington now. Oh, okay. Oh, all, right. all right. What you going to Arlington for? Uh, I got a delivery of some hazmat material. Okay. Oh, hazmat. Arlington, Texas or Virginia? Arlington, Texas. Oh, nice. <clears throat> Boo, Texas. Yeah, very cool. Very what, sir. What's happening, man? I get, well, one of the things I was excited about was to see some of these AAC players no longer kicking my pirates' tails and joining these cowboys, man. Uh, Tony Pollard and Tristan Hill. Now, I've watched them kill my pirates here recently the last couple of years, so I'm excited to, to see uh, – to be rooting for them instead of against them. Yeah, how how'd they look in college? Oh, they look good. They, yeah. um, I mean, ECU hasn't been all that great here recently, but they they definitely did. They, I'm glad they got drafted because they deserved it. Um, the one thing I wanted to say about the Zeke thing, though, was that you know I think it was Mickey that said, "Why not start the clock early and kind of see if we can get a discount on his on his salary?" You know, since he's uh, you know that position takes so much of a beating. Why not go ahead and start the clock early, and then, uh, you know, by the time he, that, that contract's over, we got the best years out of Zeke, and he yeah. got his money. What's he doing that? You got Nate rubbing his forehead. Yeah. You know, th- th- this is so amazing. This is so amazing how how the world want athletes to take discounts. <laughs> well, uh, I mean well, – I don't. I don't want him to take a discount, but I'm just saying in terms of giving him his money early. You, yeah, you so have I can see. Okay, to hey, Zeke, Okay, next year we're nine mil on the fifth year, right? Nine mil. They they're gonna give him on the fifth year. Okay, I I can see a discount. Okay, we'll take we we'll give you eleven for that fifth year. Then we we'll give you fourteen, fourteen, fourteen. How you like them? There you go. How you like that? There you go. I'm asking, yeah. I'm asking your partner Kurt over here. How you like that? Fourteen million a year—that's probably what it's going to take. And again, I'm, man, why are you, you know, scratching your head, well, man? Why you, know, you just your earphones? Again, it's—I worry about paying that position that much. I think I, Zeke I is obviously one of the best in the business, and then they need him. But then why you hate him so much? I don't hate him. God. Hey, you gonna get up for the Kaboo Texas thing in time for the Kaboo Texas thing? You talk. I'll be in Texas tomorrow. Okay. All right. It don't take me long. <laughs> I'm going to try to hit it up. You got hazmat material. Right. You better be pushing on down the road. Yeah, <laughs> I hear you, Brad. So how long are you going to stay here before you go back? Um, Normally I normally I go straight back to Charlotte, but uh, I'm going to hang out this weekend. I'm going to come tour the, tour the star and, and whatnot. Cool. So. Oh, nice. Mm. Wow, man. Yeah. It's a good it's a good tour. Maybe you'll see a, a former Super Bowl champ wandering the halls. Yeah. Charles Haley, the bad footed walking around here. I hadn't seen him in a while. Where's he been? I've seen him. You saw him? He was doing good. Oh, yeah. That's good. Well, thanks for the call, Lamar. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. Thanks. Be careful. Right. Charles Haley. How's Dion doing? Seen Dion lately? Uh, yeah, I saw him just last week, man. Did Dion finna get married, man. What? Oh, yeah, Dion lady, they miss Tracy oh. from Cali. Yeah, from California. Nice. Loaded up the truck and headed to Beverly. We. <laughs> <laughs> we we have a very special caller. Yeah. It's been a long time. All right. Eric in North Carolina. It is I. Hello, right. guys. Hello. What's up, man? Nothing much, man. Eat leftovers from yesterday's uh, repast with my father. So we eat some um, fried chicken and some, Car- some Carolina-style chopped pork with that oh, owl wow. barbecue. It's man. got the vinegar, the crushed red pepper. The seasoning, the sugar. Do y'all That's put? What we season it out. Uh, Carolina bar, Carolina pork. Do they put coleslaw in it? Yes, we make we we take coleslaw. But see, in Carolina, 
we chop the coleslaw down. You know, it's not all sh- stringy. We chop it all the way down and put a little carrots in it, a little vinegar, a little mayo, um, little mayo and a little sugar. Kind of like, like KFC's mm-hmm, coleslaw, basically. chunky. Yep. Okay. Yes, sir. Right. Yep. So, you know, I just put, you know, if I get into the football thing, just pray for my family strength. We just buried my father yesterday. Oh, man. And, hate to hear um, that. You know, every. You know he's he did you know he went through a lot of pain and suffering, but he's in a much better state now. He mm. looked good. He was peaceful. He looked like he was resting, and we all we all at peace with it. So you know, just continue to pray our strength, man. Yes, sir. All right, man. Absolutely, man. But I'm just going to talk about these Cowboys. I'm so proud of the front office, the whole entire staff. One thing I love about the Cowboys, they before they make a decision, they collectively go at each other. And they all make that decision really together, and they all give each other's insight on everything they do. You can tell this is not the same franchise it was five, six years ago. I mean, you can't look at the Cowboys and tell the steps that we've taken over the last five, six years, the way we, we're, we're so meticulous about everything that we do when it comes down to free agents, drafting, when it comes down to players' contracts. So I'm just proud to be a Cowboys fan. I expect so much from us this year, barring any major injuries. We made all the right decisions in my book for uh, when we drafted. Um, Nate, you hit it right on the head. Go get the biggest, toughest, strongest guy you put that's on your board in the middle of that defense. Keeping Sean Lee, just covering your bases all over, all around the field. Bringing in Quinn. These guys have just really been on the mark this offseason, and I guarantee it's going to pay. All for all of us, big dividends. So you can cancel your trip to Mexico uh, <laughs> next next spring. Just just cancel it, uh, Shannon, because it's going down, guys. Don't I, even book it, huh? Don't 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 book it because this team, you know, they have taken on Jason Garrett's personality. This is a business oriented team. They're down to business. They work hard. You know, these guys are fishing trips together. You never, I've I've never seen this kind of camaraderie in the locker room, just type of unison, attitude that they got. Everybody's for each other. Everybody's with each other. This is a brotherhood. This is a family. And we're going to hey, show and all And Eric, that. this is a podcast, not not a sermon. So you need to wrap right, it up, right, brother. Right. You need to wrap it up. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just so excited. You're right. I'm excited, guys. <laughs> I love Tony Pollard. I love Tristan Hill. I love McGovern. I even like uh, the, the safety that they got in. This guy is going to be, a, you know, one of these guys in the bottom of the draft is going to come up. It's been happening every year, if you notice. A bottom of the draft guy come up and log or uh, a free agent uh, rookie that we brought in. Every year, some one of these guys played a significant role during the course of the season. This year's going to be any different. Cowboys for life. I love y'all. All right. Uh, one more thing. One <laughs> what? more thing. What? I can't wait for Cersei to die her painful, slow death. <laughs> her and the mouth. Both of them, they're dying. You can count on that. Jamie is going to kill Cersei. This must be Game of Thrones talk. Yep. Yes, you know it. Jamie is going to kill Cersei, and Arya is going to kill the mouth. I promise you. All right. I promise you. All right. My word. You baby. heard it here. Cowboys for life. I love y'all, and I'm out of here. All right, Eric. Oh, you, you guys going to give any uh, spoilers this week? Oh, I no. Couple, I, I, I had a couple people tweeting. It wasn't no war me. this week, so I didn't care. Yeah. They ain't killed but one person on the on the show this week. So. Yeah, I got to go back and watch it because yeah. I watched it after I got home from 
the concert. <laughs> little, I, I woke up fuzzy. at four o'clock this morning on the couch. See, the I don't TV know the, I don't know the characters' names. Like he he just named names. I, I don't know who he talking about. You know, but I know uh, John Snow finna get with that queen. What a, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, he mm-hmm. boy, he 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 holding back, brother. He he want that queen. He want fans, that uh, dragon slayer queen. A couple of our fans were a little concerned about the spoilers you guys put out. That that week. was Nate. I tried to warn him. <laughs> Tune out. That was Nate. I tell you what, uh, Eric was talking about the the war room and the draft. Yeah, there's a really cool video if you go to the app or the website. Mm-hmm. It's called the Cowboys Vision Part Four, and it's actually oh, yeah. them. We had a camera guy in the war room, and they're talking about they had an opportunity to trade back three places to get this and this. Mm. And then Jerry said, I think he said, we like McGovern. And everybody said, yeah. And, and Coach Garrett reached over and said, I love that guy. And he goes, let's go with him. Let's get him. Let's oh, go. Nice. And then it's, it's really cool. That go whole check series it out. was really good. It was. It was real good. Yeah. Is that really Carrie? Good. Uh, or Kent? The last one was Carrie, and I think either Alex or Kent. Or maybe nice. both work well, on the rest guys, of them. I apologize for not knowing. Those guys did a great job. Yeah, they did a great job on that stuff. So let's take another break. And when we come back, hopefully we have Taylor Stern live in studio with us on Hanging with the Boys. For your next AT&T Stadium barbecue, gear up with OtterBox, the official outfitter of tailgating. It starts with the Venture Cooler. Built tough in America, Venture keeps ice for days and days. Or stay light on your feet with Trooper Soft Coolers, perfect for packing in your signature side dishes. Tailgating wouldn't be complete without a beverage, so pour one into the OtterBox Elevation Tumbler. It keeps your drinks frosty and toasty. Discover more more about OtterBox line of tailgate essentials at OtterBox.com. Now's a good time to tell you that SeatGeek is the new source of tickets for all your football needs this season. SeatGeek makes managing tickets easy, whether it's buying or transferring to a friend. They even tell you the best deals for every game based on their deal score technology, which rates every seat on historical data, price, and location. Download the SeatGeek app on your phone and take $20 off your first purchase using code DALLAS at checkout. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Jack Black? Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Essilor has been helping Cowboys fans see better since 1972 so they don't miss a moment on the field. Get glasses with Essilor's best vision, clarity, and protection with the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package. Three innovative technologies in one lens. For a limited time, you can double your lenses for free when you purchase the Essilor Ultimate Lens Package and get a second pair of frames. Find a participating eye care professional and details by visiting EssilorUSA.com. That's EssilorUSA.com. Terms and conditions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Yes. We are back. Taylor Stern in the studio. Taylor Stern got a sister in uh, Nashville. Same country music. Shannon's a big supporter. Yeah, I got a t-shirt. Tell us about your sister. Well, she's a singer in Nashville, aspiring country musician. Her name? Alex Stern. Alex Stern. Yep. And she's been out there for six years now. 
Well, oh, she went okay. to college there. So, does she have like any music on iTunes or anything? She does, Shannon. Yeah. Yep, she has um, a couple singles and EPs out there, and mm-hmm. I think she's releasing new music. Really? So, nice. she's a really talented songwriter. Did, did we she need a <laughs> hanging with the boys theme song here? We do. Well, she has a song that's coming out that's called uh, it's called Together, but it it stands for Get Your Together. Oh yeah. So that would be a good hanging with the boys. Yeah. Song. Get your shit together. There you go. <laughs> um, is she independent? She's independent. Yeah. But uh, she's like working with a couple people because in Nashville, if you're a good songwriter, you can get publishing deals, which necessarily isn't like a record deal, mm-hmm. but you would be writing music. Like Sam Hunt, he mm-hmm. got famous because he was writing music yeah. for all of these different people. Yeah. Casey Musgraves and Maren Morris did that mm-hmm. too. Jason Aldean started out that way too. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Or Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert wrote a bunch of stuff for Jason and Aldean and then he wound up. She went on his tour last year. Did she really? Yeah, she went. To uh, the Bahamas with him and Luke Combs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Michael Ray, who's like a new guy. Yeah, that's really cool. Did she ever think about changing her name? So, funny you say that. Mm -hmm. When she first started singing, she was Alex Nicole. Mm -hmm. And then somebody was like, no, Stern is a strong name. Like, you got to go with that. That's different. And so then she just switched to Alex Stern. It's easier, too, when you tell people to, like, search you. Or are you saying that because Alex is... Could refer to a guy or something. No, like, or just is... a lot of a lot of country music people like Eric Church. His real name's Randall. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they like a lot of the guys have a pen name. So okay. They change their name. Mm-hmm. So I just wondered if she ever thought about changing her name. So no, no. Oh, before we get before we get into Tay, what? Mm-hmm. Guess who we met last week? Oh wow! Sensei John Crease from the Karate Kid. <laughs> I have no idea. This is. Sensei John Creed. Yeah, the bad guy. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Sweep the oh, leg. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bad oh, my guy. God. Huge cowboy fan. Really? Yeah. He's down for a comic book thing. Yeah, he was. He Well, he's been in town for about two months shooting a movie um, with. It's some, called Sweep the Leg. No, it's some, it's <laughs> some weird movie. things that were printed out that said Sweep the Leg. Yeah, yeah he brought photos and signed them for us. We would have got him on the show if he would have come by on a Monday. But he, this uh, guy here? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Looks very. Let me look, uh, let me look at the picture. Yeah, you'll, you'll remember him. Remember him? Yeah. Yeah, he's the one that, that Mr. Miyagi went to punch in the face and then honked his nose. Honk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he was in town shooting a movie, and Dana Jones, that that's worked for the Cowboys for probably 10 years, her husband's a, a stunt guy, and he's been working on this movie with, with this guy and one of the villains from one of the Die Hard movies. A bunch of the old-timers are in this movie. And uh, he found out he was a, a big cowboy fan, and uh, he wore a, a cap or a t-shirt to the set one day. And they started talking. He was like, "Well, yeah, we'll take you out there." So we gave him a, a tour. He met Cheeto and uh, Jordan Lewis, and uh, and then he was in town, like Douglas said. At the uh, they had like a Dallas Comic Con type yeah. thing, mm-hmm. and uh, him and Ralph Macchio and a bunch of other they people were there. there so, Do you yeah. think that w- that is a good thing for him or a bad thing that he just has one role? That everyone knows him from, and he was just like minute enough. He was in Rambo too. But you know, but yeah, like once you just said sweep the leg, then Nate was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, yeah." <laughs> I, you know, I think you just have to own it. Like that's yeah. what he makes money off mm-hmm. of. Like he gets paid at these Comic Con yeah. things to get pictures and sign pictures. And sweep and the leg. Sweep the leg. That's, yeah. No mercy. That's what he signed <laughs> our pictures as. So and Nick, Nick fangirled out. Like that's Nick's favorite movie of all time. Was really? Kid. He started quoting the movie. And he, the, uh, the Martin, actor? yeah, Martin Covey or Cove, yeah. he, uh, he started quoting the movie and Nick finished his lines for him. He's like, wow. He's like, that's really, that's really cool. And so him and Nick <laughs> automatically bonded. So, yeah. Talking about our Nick? Yeah. Eatman. 
Mm. Nick fangirl. Have I never happy Nick? Yeah, that guy. Uh, never happy never. Nick. <laughs> he was happy then. So what you got for us today, Tay? Okay, well, I got more of a discussion today. Okay. You know, we've had a lot of topics of just covering events and everything. I think you'll like this one, Nate. So I was looking at some different things, and I feel like when rookies come in, they're always, like, blown away. Everything's happening right away. They have practices. They're in meetings. They're learning the playbook. They're meeting some of the players that, you know, they've never met before, but now they're teammates with. And it's a huge transition in their life. And so asking you guys, I thought would be neat, and I'll start it off. But if you could give this rookie class one piece of advice, what mm. would you give them? And mine, I started off with, don't take any criticism from anyone you wouldn't ask advice from. So I say that Tell because now they're going to be Cowboys, mm. and they're going to be with the spotlight on them automatically. They're going to be on social media. They're going to be you know, out in the city of Dallas or DFW. And people are all, you know, ready to tell them what they need to do, what they need to know. And then especially the criticism is going to come. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take any criticism from people you wouldn't ask advice from, you should be good. Like ignoring the haters, if you would. Mm -hmm. I would probably, that's good advice. I would probably, I would tell them to not be Hollywood until they do something. Like I, I feel like there's some guys that have been on the team recently that, you see him on, on uh, uh oh, uh -oh. what you doing? Oh. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's Get a good chiropractor is Nate's advice. Yeah. I've got some. Go ahead on, go ahead on. I'm trying to hang. I'm trying to hang. Go ahead on. But uh, yeah, I, I feel like there's some guys that are all about the image and this and this, and they haven't really done anything on the field. Like keep your head down, work hard. Like. Connor Williams is a great example. Like you don't hear anything from that guy. He's super quiet. He, he kind of, you know, he knows. He I feel like he knows his place. And you know, when you when you get out there and you start doing stuff, yeah, go Hollywood and and get the bling and do all that <laughs> stuff. But until yeah. then, it's like, you know, just kind of know your role until you yeah. until you prove it on the field first. That he would be probably kinda... had some good advice from his brother when he played here. Mm. You know, kind of walking him through that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, along the same lines as, you know, keep your head down and keep working hard. You know, don't get distracted by all the outside things. and mm -hmm. Know your role to a degree and that you're here to be seen and not heard. And, you know, just you got you to go 100% all the time if you want to be a, get a spot on this team. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with all, all of y'all, man. And my, my, my thing when I tell a rookie, say, if it don't help you make this team, you don't need it. That's a good line. Yeah, if you don't help you make this team, you don't need it. I mean, you don't have college. I mean, if you have a family, uh, your dedication right now is to the Cowboys because th this is what pays the bills. This is what and – and if, and if a person ain't all in with you about the Dallas Cowboys and making this team, you don't need them. Was there ever – you know, when you're an athlete, you get – you get people come at you from all different directions and you hear a lot of stuff. Was there ever any, any advice anybody gave you that you actually just stopped and you were like, okay, that's – Joe Jacoby. Joe Jacoby said, well, you, you're not competing against uh, other rookies and stuff like that. You, you know, you're competing against yourself. You can be against that veteran because that's the job you want, and that never left me. You know, and I've and I told my son, both my sons, when they went to college, this ain't about you, the best high school player going to college. You made All American, All State. This ain't about the guys that your class that you're coming in with. It's about looking at that veteran and figuring out how a way to get his job. You know, and I, I 
And I came in here, the first friend I put my eyes on was Glenn Titansor. Mm-hmm. Who? Glenn Titansor, he was the left guard. Exactly. <laughs> Nate, Nate shushed him up real yeah, quick. Yeah, so that, I had my eyes on Glenn. I was to hang out with you, laugh with you, but I'm getting your job. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know? We'll be buds, but yeah. watch out. Mickey said just the defensive line alone, there's like 15, 16 guys for yeah. coming to camp for like eight, seven, eight spots, something like that. Wow. I mean, that competition's going to be tough. Yeah. The crazy thing that I think they would have the hardest time with just since we've been and Nate benefited from that not being the case is the social media pressure. Mm-hmm. Yes, like ma'am. because they can make so much money now that they're out of college and they don't have the NCAA rules following them. They can make a ton of money like, you know, advertising and doing different things. So it'll be interesting. Poor Nate. He just uh-huh. needs to go walk real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Nate's got to take oh, no. a break. Nate's calling. <laughs> Nate's calling it quits for the day. Uh, Y'all keep it rolling. I'm going to go get him some uh, muscle rub. Okay. What are you doing there? (laughs) Muscle rub. Douglas? Where do you go? Wow. I'm going to apply it. Where do you get some? uh, Where do you have that at? That's one of those like behind the scenes of hanging with the boys. (laughs) Muscle rub. Put the camera on back there in the studio. You know what I'm saying? Like these guys coming in, they want to be social stars. Like Juju Smith-Schuster was an instant star as a Mm -hmm. rookie. But he was a first round guy, you know, kind of backed it up on the field. So yeah. I guess that plays into what you're saying is like, don't be Hollywood until you've proven yeah. yourself. Yeah. Yep. And that that goes, we were last year, and that kind of hit home with me a little bit. Last year, we were wanting to do this cool, fun video um, going into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it was it was going to be a lot of the, the D line guys. And we were, I was going around the locker room after the games, seeing who all was on board with it and stuff. And, uh, I was talking to Tank, and he goes, he goes, hey, man, he's like, I don't want these guys going all Hollywood until we do something. And <laughs> yep. I was like, you know what? That makes a lot of, that makes a lot of sense. And that, I think that's, that was him being the leader that we've yeah. seen him become and, and going, you know, hey, uh-uh. Like, we don't need to do that stuff until we do something on the field. Let's go, let's go win the games. Yep. Then we'll do all the, the cool, fun stuff. So I think that's kind of what this, the identity of this team Oh, I've asked you this before. Do you guys talk to them about social media? And, now and, they've become so like natural and talented at themselves. They don't really need us. But yeah. I mean, even just the the warnings, the not the, really. They have a yeah. when they bring the rookies in, they have somebody from the league that comes in and goes through different things with them. Kind of a yeah. you know symposium. Like, yeah, Rich. I think Rich might mention. You know, he's like you're all reporters now, basically because. Yeah. They're getting their own message. Out yeah. So, but they don't, they don't really ask us. You know, they a few years ago, yeah, it was kind of like it was new and nobody knew what to do with it. But now these guys, you know, they're in high school right, with it, college yeah. with it. By the right. time they get here, they hell, they can probably teach us some stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting though. A couple of years ago, just I was talking to Will McClain. He gave me like ten names. This was like the draft three years ago. He gave me ten different names of people they were looking at, and he was like, "Hey, tell me what you can find from their social media." And just from their social media alone, I found so much about them, like who were their closest friends and then who were their closest friends that were posting on Instagram of them and what were they posting? Mm -hmm. Like even if, you know, Connor Williams, let's just use him for example. If you went to his page, he keeps his page pretty low key, Mm -hmm. but you start looking at some of the posts that he likes, some of the people that he follows. Where is he at? Where they're tagging him Tag photos. Mm -hmm. Like you can find out a lot about people and – Sometimes people don't even realize that they're like, oh, what I'm posting is, is good. Yeah. But other people are posting things about you. Or like even if you look up tweets, it's like, hey, I just saw Connor Williams out. 
you know, he's out at the club right now buying bottles for everyone. Right. And he doesn't even know that that's being posted right. out there about him. Yep. Um, you know whose birthday it is today? I do. I was wondering if you, we were going to say anything. George Clooney. How exciting hey! for him. <laughs> yes. 58. And the new royal know. baby was also born oh, on Jason okay. Witten's birthday. Jason Witten, the goat, is birthday. And I think Joe Hayden. Is that his birthday? Is it his birthday, too? I believe so. Really? So, yeah. Got a couple of cowboy Where's birthdays the party? today. Um, and the training table right now. All right. Big salad party going on right now. You, da- you down, Kurt? You betcha. Yeah. 37 happy years old. Thirty-seven. This song's scary. Where did you get that, Douglas? It was a scary song. It's, it's on that production library. <laughs> That's kind of creepy, a little bit. Oh, well, Kurt, thanks yes, for sir. showing up. Thank you. You bet, Taylor. Thanks for dropping by and hanging Thank out with you, us Dave. for a little bit. Douglas, Always fun. Thanks for doing what you do, Nate. Nate, God hope bless you're all right. You. Rub it, rub it out, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> Douglas, thanks for doing what you do, Kent. Thanks for pushing all the buttons. Presley, thanks for scheduling everything. We will be... Oh, you know what? There's a a two-hour special on Wednesday. Really? We have the annual company golf tournament, and they were, yeah. they're going to do a podcast out there for two hours. Oh, really? Starting at 930, yeah. Live coverage of live the golf? Live coverage, hopefully pulling in some players and talking to them. And, awesome. And, and, yeah, just, I think, mixing all the shows you up. You hosting so. that? I think I'm hosting one hour of it. Cool. Um, with one crew and then they'll switch it out so so tune into that that should be fun so and then kaboo get your kaboo tickets you going to kaboo kaboo i think i am yeah all right, three that days me. i gotta go get you're gonna go see lionel richie like uh shannon here. say you is that really who shannon's out there for what he claims i like lionel richie oh he's got hey i'm dancing on there. the ceiling all the old commodores <laughs> commodores for sure yeah, yeah. Once, That's twice, tough. three times a lady. Mm-hmm. Hello. Sing it loud. Is it me you're looking for? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My ears are bleeding. Yeah, yeah we got to go. We're going to eat lunch. See you guys later. Bye. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?